Hello and welcome to episode 316 of How About This? 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 Jason, Rick and Cole. How about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? Rick, Carl and Jason. How about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? Carl, Jason and Rick. How about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? You're listening to How About This? So this time we've made it to John Cena. Surely yeah, the John, John Cena, Cena episode. John Cena. Is it? 316. No, no, it's, it's not John Cena. It's Stoke, oh, Stone, Stone Cold, Cold Steve, Austin. Steve Austin, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Stone Cold. He was Sorry. the one. But does it say, does it, is it John 316 that they hold up? What do they Possibly. hold up? Possibly. I don't know. I think because it is a Bible reference, isn't it? Yeah, it's it? a Bible, yeah. yeah. It's like the end of days or something, I'm sure. I feel like, like it yeah. must be John. Rebel. That's why I thought it was John Cena. It's like Revelation. Yeah, it's John 316. <sighs> Yeah, ah, right. that makes go. sense. Okay, all right. Lucky Rick Brown. Oh, um, it's and John three sixteen uh, for any of the um, Christians out there, of which we have many. Um, oh yes, all the, yes. All the Christian listeners, the the Christmas, the Christmas, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, uh, they would already know this. John three sixteen is for God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. Oh, uh, so is Stone Cold Steve Austin Jesus? Yeah. I think that's what Stone Cold's trying to say. Yeah. Okay. He's like, I'm back. He's born I'm Jesus. I'm the second coming. Yeah. I'm Jesus. I'm buff Jesus. Buff Jesus. <laughs> I traded and, hair for muscles. Uh, I'm the Jesus, but with steroids. <laughs> trying to me to the cross. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Stone Cold really didn't have a career after wrestling. Not yeah. many wrestlers do. I mean, there's he a was handful. In a- yeah, but for how big he was. But wasn't there a whole bunch of stuff with him and the WWE and then he uh, ended up in some other, I don't know, like McMahon or whatever his name is, just right, right. hated him or fucked him over a lot or something. I see. Because so, you know how they're all different schools of wrestling at a certain yeah, yeah. point? And then they sort of came together and I think Stone Cold just got screwed over a bunch. Dizzy was a great stick man though. What's a stick man? Stick man. Yeah, he can talk on a microphone forever. Oh, right. Yeah. Stick man. Is that what they call them? Yeah, that's what they call it. Stick man. That's why some wrestlers who are just like buff and dumb and can't yeah. really talk have a manager who do all the talking. <laughs> they, call, yeah. they, they call them the stick man. So, <gasps> but if you could do both, it's great. And I, I've, I've, been, I've been watching the wrestling the last few months, like Raw and SmackDown. I haven't uh, gone pay-per-view land. But uh, not yet. Just having a, a having a access to it on KO, I've been watching it. Jeez, it's entertaining. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Is it as entertaining as it used to be? Because it feels yeah. like it's more normal people now. So instead of like you know, Mister Wonderful or something, it's like John. No, nah, there's Smith heaps. No, nah, John heaps. Senna. There's heaps, yeah. heaps of big characters still. Yeah, oh, cool. heaps. Awesome. heaps of Have heaps ever- of subtle racism and, oh, <laughs> and really? classism. The good stuff, you know, just what you want. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And I mean, badass, badass, badass lady wrestlers now too. Yeah, yeah, Jason. badass, badass uh, lady wrestlers. Jason. The person who's recording, that people might be able to hear us. Carl. Oh, okay. Yeah. What I've learned from my daughter is that when Jason's frozen, all they can hear is Jason, right? Because he's recording. I don't know why my internet is unstable, but it says it is, and I've got a full signal here. Happy times. Are your kids streaming? Uh, you are just, uh, you're just, uh, you're, you're in disrepair, Jason. You're, I know. Your boom microphone's broken. <laughs> yeah. Your internet shit. You haven't got a fancy background. You've just got your green, your green screen up. It's just green. I can, I can change it's the saddest background of all. There you go. You happy now? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like until it breaks. Yeah, but I feel like that's weird. Resources. Yeah. No, it's it's glitching. It's glitching. Yeah, it's because my microphone stand is in a weird place now because the thing's broken. (laughs) Normally, my microphone stands down here, and my mic's up here, and it's all all swinging and hanging. God damn it. 2021, you've fallen apart, Jason. What's happened? Had an appointment (laughs) for today. Got cancelled just before the podcast. Oh. It's a terrible day, but it's appointment a great for day. What? A good appointment or a bad appointment? Uh, just a, 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 a appointment with a client to show the video work I've been making for them. Oh, yeah. Standard yeah. bullshit freelance fucking nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so, yeah, so uh, it's it's all falling apart. But I did get yeah. up at 3 a.m. to watch the inauguration. And, uh, and it was great. God, you're so into all of that stuff. The man, I just like, I just wanted to see it off. You wanted oh, yeah, closure. True. Was it about closure? violence? I haven't None. Been, I, None. No. No. I didn't let was, anyone in. Yeah, there, there was no yeah, violence in Washington. There wasn't a couple of other cities, very mild things. Otherwise, some protests, but but none. Like, yeah. Right. Absolutely. I watched a thing on... Uh, oh, no, God. We're not going is- to do this podcast. Is- <laughs> it's like a magic trick. He's there, and next thing, he's drinking coffee. <laughs> like, But you guys, on like my end, don't time. stop. I can still hear you the whole time. No, but apparently Millie was saying, "Is that who it was, Rick?" Oh no, if it, it it depends. If we're frozen for Jason, they can't hear us. But we don't know whether we're frozen for Jason or not. So the whole time that that this great podcast has been going so far, every time I've frozen, all you guys have been talking about is how I've been frozen, and I can hear you perfectly. <laughs> all right, so we can go on the assumption that perhaps he can, he still, can still hear, hear us because yes. he's frozen again. Sounds right. like a robot. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my network. Uh, and see if that helps. Yeah, okay. please. Yeah, like go to Telstra now and change to Telstra. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on a sec. 5G. You need 5G. Yeah. I hear you can get good deals with My Republic. Have you tried My Republic? <laughs> All right, I switched what uh, network I was on in my house, so hopefully that helps. Okay. Well, it's already it's already better. Yeah, uh, I can. For now, we can see you. Yeah, and I guarantee that it will stay that way forever. <laughs> Nothing yeah. will go wrong. I can't think of a single thing that will go wrong. Uh, yeah, so you you got up at three three a.m. to to have some closure. Yeah, and it sounds like it's you know he's gone to a big deal. But to be fair, he won't pay attention to American politics for the next at least four years. So uh, yeah, he's he's free. Jason is free. I shouldn't have to. That's the that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Like True. I should. It should just be doing it. They'll do some good things. They'll do some dumb things. I shouldn't yeah. have to. But I should have to wake up every morning going, "What the fuck's happened now? Like, yeah. are we at war? Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's good. So it was worth getting up, you know, yeah. just to say full stop. Yeah. Got the tingles. It was great. It's great. <laughs> great watching Kamala get sworn in as well. Yeah. Cool. Bit of, our yeah. Lady our Gaga. next president. I yeah. feel, yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel calmer. Yep. I'll say that. I feel calmer. Yeah. The healing has begun already yep. just by <laughs> the fact that Trump's not there. Yeah. Though yeah. I heard that he's, he's been in the last few days, he's been talking to a lot of people about starting his own party. Yeah. He's going to start the Patriots party. Patriots party. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, Oh man. But without Republican some... backing behind him, it's going to split the Republican vote. Yeah. Yeah. And, and be good for Democrats. I reckon. Yeah. True. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah I'll, I'll reserve all of my opinions for four years from now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Three, three years from now. Well, he's hoping to get prosecuted yeah. and will never be able to run again. That's what That's everyone's true. hoping. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause he, he, oh. he gave out 140 pardons on his last day. He pardoned Jeez. little Wayne. Yeah. Little, yeah. I mean, we all would have pardoned little Wayne. <laughs> what did little um, Wayne I say? Do? I, don't know, I don't know what he did. So I, I should be careful what I'm saying. I have no idea why little Wayne did pardoning. So apologies. Oh, I think, I think it, little Wayne was in there for fraud or hustling or something like yeah. that. Always, always, hustling. always be hustling. He always, gotta be always be hustling. What's your side hustle, little Wayne? Um, he's got his main just... hustle, his side hustle, <laughs> his mini hustle, his massy hustle. He's a little, little hustle. His sunnel, his Sunday hustle. Um, I saw a thing on, I think it's called Pro, the website's ProPublica, um, and someone had uh, put all the videos that they could get hold of that people had taken while they stormed the Capitol, mm-hmm. like right. just from their phones. They just right. pulled it because people have posted on socials and stuff. They just pulled it all together into this timeline and you can just watch every single video and stuff. Wow. So, I, I mean, it takes a fair amount of time, but I, so I kind of skipped through some. Um, but it's like before, during, and then after. And it's fucking crazy. Like just a whole bunch of people who are angry and don't really know what they're doing. Like just people, <laughs> one person, would, it's like at the cricket where they try and get the wave going and it doesn't work. It's yeah. like kind of lots of that, lots of angry people. Some guy gets into the middle of the main building and stuff like that and just breaks down crying. It's like, like he's so, like it's like life goal achieved, you know, like just fucking crazy, crazy idiot people. And then a whole bunch of people that are just there for the tour basically. They're just like, yeah, fuck yeah, why not? And they're just filming stuff. Who, I mean, I'm sure they're Trump people and stuff, but they're also just like, it was like an angry tour through yeah. the White an House. Angry tour. <laughs> so weird. Like, yeah, little Wayne <laughs> went away for uh, gun charges. He had a legal gun on him. Uh, gun, gun hustle. hustle. He was yeah. on the gun hustle. He was on the gun hustle. Yeah. It's of hard course. to hustle without a gun in America. 
Mm. I, it's, it's the gun hustle capital. If you don't have a gun, it limits the amount of hustle you can do. Yeah. Because if if you have a gun, then I need a gun. Oh, fuck. There's just so many gun hustles ready to go. <laughs> and then my gun needs a gun just in case that first gun doesn't work. Oh, if your gun doesn't have a little gun, it's not even a gun. Yeah, little Wayne's it's barely a gun. gun. <laughs> Did you hear that? Little Wayne's uh, gun. Little gun. Little Joe, gun. Joe little Exotic gun. booked a, a limo for yesterday, expecting a pardon. Didn't get one. <laughs> Poor Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm surprised. I'm surprised that um, Tiger King didn't win. I feel like that. Nah, I guess I it, was like too ex- it was too expected. But it's but it's right in Trump's um, demographic as well. Yeah, yeah. That's like what I'm saying. Like yeah, that's a vote. That's a vote. Would have set free. Would have ticked a lot of boxes. You know. Oh, uh, I was talking about wrestling before we before we got interrupted by internet shenanigans. Um, there's kick-ass female wrestlers now, and Ric Flair's daughter is one of them. Really? Yeah. And Did she have the mannerisms? Yeah, yep, she's, she's got she's got she's got his stick going on. She doesn't yeah, have like his, his collapse down or anything like that, but she does the chops across the chest, and the audience <laughs> are like woo woo. <laughs> and basically, they're they're performing in a in a bubble. And so they have like right. the basketball have they have a ring and just like thousands of screens like uh, around right, the ring really? and people just zoom in and yeah it's like it's like huge grandstands like a stadium full of screens like it's wow it's, it's amazing it's the so, future of entertainment it must be so odd like doing yeah. a wrestling show fireworks everything going off and and uh, and they pump the crowd noise and stuff into the arena but man oh man still. it doesn't stop them from going crazy like I'm still. At least an, once an episode, I'm still like, whoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> but all sport must be just, must be hard for that. I mean, home court advantage disappears when you haven't got your, your crowd screaming yeah. through and all that. Even just, I remember like playing hockey, like very low key compared to all that. But when you have a home game and if, you know, because I was playing in the ones, everyone comes and watches you play. So you've got like 50 to 100 people watching you. It makes a fucking huge difference. Yeah. It's like, and they were oh, all God. there for you too, Carl. You brought in the crowds. Everyone wants to see McConnell. Flow, flow state. Go, go flow state. What go number? Flow. What number you were you, Carl? Fourteen. <gasps> did anyone oh, have? Of course. Did, of course, yeah. yeah did yeah. anyone you have? To pick. Did anyone in the crowd have a jumper with number fourteen on it? No, but people would like have fourteen like painted on their t- underneath on their bellies. Oh, yes. Like you're fourteen. Fourteen flow state. <laughs> but when I say that, it's mainly it's not the general public. It's the people from the club, from all yeah. the lower teams coming to watch you because you're in the top team sort of thing. But it makes a massive difference. Like yeah. it just gives you energy and stuff to just. It's like oh shit, oh, I'm fucked. I can't run again. And it's like mm. it's like yes, I can. Well, I've been watching NFL, and a lot of the NFL games, it's they they're letting plenty of people into those games. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. Not every some stadiums are empty, but then other ones you're like, oh wow, you just you you don't give a shit. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, they've spread them out a little bit, but I'm also like, I mean, there's twelve thousand people in that stadium, and guys, I don't know if you've read the news, but um, <laughs> so America what? is riddled, riddled. <laughs> like, it's not what? one state that. <laughs> I don't know why you're letting people into big. I guess it's outside. Maybe that's their thinking. Yeah. it's an outdoor venue. I just think there's, I don't know. I don't know what to think, actually. It's just, my, it's absolute chaos. My favourite like, part about the inauguration today was the guy who came up to wipe the podium between speakers. Oh, really? Yeah. Podium wiper. Yeah, podium wiper. Nailed it gonna, every time. He's going to get hunted down by the Trump people. <laughs> oh, that job. was the other thing I saw, like on these videos you watch, it's like no one's wearing masks. The only people that are wearing masks are wearing them to cover their identity. Right. Yeah. In this thing. And they're all, it's like they're just wall-to-wall people. Yeah, like I guess it's so rife there now. It's like, what, what is it? That's why they couldn't back up with protests today because they got sick in the last two weeks. Did you see the Eugene Goodman thing? The black dude, the black Capitol police guy. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, he's so he's in the thing, and um, there's a whole bunch of people coming and they're heading towards, I can't remember what it was, but it was bad, like the Senate or something like that. Yeah, they that. were heading towards where the senators were all locked in. like a And room. he starts going at them and things like that. And then he shoves a guy and goes up the steps and you see him in certain camera shots looking at the Senate and then obviously leading them away and stuff. So he has, 
he shoves them. He's black. They're like, fuck it, let's get this guy. And so they all chase him up around the stairs and he's like, let's, you know, he's like describing what floor he's on and the thing into his thing. And they basically run up into a bunch of capital cops. But he like... <laughs> Yeah, it's like Medal of Honor. them away from, yeah, away from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they would have, because if that actually got someone, like apparently Nancy Pelosi's laptop got stolen and there was talk about selling it to Russians and, you know, they're t- and, you know, I saw some fucking crazy redneck dude pick up a phone and go, Nancy Pelosi, yeah, we're going to fucking get you, bitch, and saying all this crazy <laughs> stuff to the camera and things like that. And it's like one person probably wouldn't, but that when that mob thing gets yeah. kicked yeah. in, Weird shit happens. South real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Badly. Oh, I don't know what came over us. Yeah, mob mob psychology. It's a real thing. Mm. Look Mm. it up. It's crazy. Put it in the show notes. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, I've got a random fact, uh, a presidential random fact, just to um, celebrate Inauguration Day. Nice. Um, uh, It's about former US President Kelvin Coolidge. This is just to give you context of, um, you know, the crazy presidents we've had in the past. Mm -hmm. Former US President Kelvin Coolidge enjoyed buzzing for his bodyguards and then hiding under his desk as they frantically searched for him. Oh, (laughs) Kelvin Coolidge. Imagine being one of his bodyguards. I bet they'd be like, oh, fuck. Every time he buzzes them, he's like, fuck me. You've got to to pretend that you don't know he's under the desk. (laughs) Look look around a bit. Check behind the curtains. Say, Mr. President, Mr. President. It's like fucking three times a day we've got to do this shit. Pretend to do a radio call in. The president's gone. The president's gone. We've lost Eagle One. (laughs) We don't have eyes on Eagle One. Like Every time a new guy starts up, they're like, look, we've got to warn you. Three times a day you've got to do this fucking pantomime. They just hear giggling from under the desk. Yeah. Yeah. And just, I'm a bad little boy. (laughs) (laughs) So, look, um, you know, we focus on how bad some of the recent presidents uh, have been, one of them in particular. Yeah, Um, yeah. But maybe it's just because, you know, they had more of a mouthpiece in in social media times. If Kelvin Coolidge could have got on Twitter, we might have learned a whole lot about Kelvin Coolidge that Mm. we didn't want to know. He might have done fake tweets like I've been taken hostage. I'm yeah. totally not under the I'm totally not under the desk. <laughs> I, I, I was uh, on Twitter while I was uh, watching the inauguration and I've it, it it feels completely different at the moment. Like Oh really? Everyone's Twitter's happy. a whole new whole new world. It's a whole new world. Everyone's cracking jokes, everyone's happy. Like people are cracking jokes, but uh, you know, tongue-in-cheek sad jokes, <laughs> like trying to make the best of a bad situation. But today it's it's like it's like a whole new world. Mm, right. Wow. That's awesome. I wonder how it's, many users Twitter will lose, though. Like, uh, if they lost, haven't already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I got a th- I got a thing from Telegram saying, "Oh, we've had yeah, this many people yeah. sign up recently." I was like, "Yeah, it's because they've been kicked off all these other things, yeah. and they can come to Telegram." Yeah. But it's also it's also because um, yeah, Parler got kicked off everything. Mm-hmm. WhatsApp as well have changed their privacy things, which means they can do a whole bunch of shitty stuff to you. Right. So people, are, people, heaps of people are also jumping off that and going to Signal and Telegram. Right. Are you jumping um, off that, Carl? That sounds like the sort of thing that you wouldn't I, like. I mean, I'm not on Facebook. I prefer not to have WhatsApp, but other people have it. And it's good for people that have, who aren't on iPhones, you know, for group chats and stuff. Yeah, sure, sure. But yeah, I prefer, I, I prefer Telegram anyway. Yeah, for your white supremacy. Yeah. Um, hey, hey. It's hey, not hey. just white supremacy. Okay. Um, okay. But I like Telegram better because you can have it on anything. You can have it in on iPads, whereas yeah. WhatsApp's like on your phone or maybe on a web browser where you jump through a whole bunch of hoops and stuff. It's not on anything else. It's bullshit. Yeah, you've, you've, you've settled. Like they're coasting. WhatsApp coasted. Well, they're apparently they're now like, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to release an iOS app. And it's like, you're fucking 10 years too late, dickheads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People get to the top of the mountain and they think they don't have to do anything to stay at the top of the mountain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, hey guys, yeah. we're encrypted. And that's all we're gonna do. <laughs> that's it. Take us or yeah. leave us. But maybe it's a Facebook thing. I don't know. Is Facebook Messenger on like can you get that on yeah. iPads and stuff? You can. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's just because they I've want people a, to use Messenger. I don't know. I've got it um just in a book. I've got it <laughs> Facebook Messenger everywhere. I open a book, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> right. I touch my wall, it's there. It's I turn on nice. the telly, there it is. Eyeballing. Just streaming <laughs> Facebook Messenger. Yeah, I'm I'm jacked into the system. How's the show uh, going, RB? How is the show going? Cool. I've done I've done how many shows have I done? Thirty two shows so far. I've done thirty two. Already? 
32 performances. Yeah, we do like 10 a week. So Holy crap. Um, so it's I'm racking up. Sorry to interrupt you. Um, Bridget sent me a review. Um, yeah. Oh, no, she didn't. She showed me a review and then I just copied it and read it when I got home. Oh. Um, Cracking review. Yeah, all the, all the reviews have been good. I don't know if they just pay good money or um, if, you know, it's possible that people just genuinely enjoy the show. I, and, I can imagine that's true. And the one in The I Guardian. enjoyed it. The one in The Guardian is, I think it's four stars, and the first bit is about you, about you being the host and stuff. And yeah, they, they put a lot of my quotes in, my hilarious, yeah. my hilarious quotes. quotes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're ones you've clearly made up as well because Bridget was yeah. like, I think you've made it up. And then later that night I read it I'm like, oh, that's totally Rick. <laughs> like it's totally <laughs> just the puns and the play on words and stuff. It's like, yeah, yeah. that's Rick all over. And that's yeah. the stuff they were focusing on. So, yeah, good on you. Well, what I imagine is because it's the start of the show and you think that's a show, I think the reviewer might have been writing down these things like this is this show's this terrible. Is horrible. I can't believe. Oh. Like they were writing down things like as evidence of like yeah, right. to, to, to this guy's saying the these down. horrible things. Yeah, that was like, <laughs> oh my god, people are not gonna believe this. Write this, oh my god, I can't believe he said that. And then when it flips and it's clear that that's just to provide, you know, a, a contrast to what the show actually is. Uh, then when they look back at their notes, they just had all my quotes there. And they're like, oh yeah. And and then in hindsight, they're like, yeah, that was good. That guy's a genius. <laughs> yeah. I hated him. I hated him. But yeah, yeah, but, no, I, cool. the, yeah. but I imagine that's the only reason they were writing my stuff down because otherwise they certainly wouldn't have bothered with my section because it is <laughs> not the main, not the focus of the show. <laughs> but but I was happy enough. But it's also different to the rest of the show, like because it's the rest of the show is dancing to a certain fact. Like, I mean, it is. So there's only certain way. There's only a certain amount of. Ways you can talk about the dancing. Describe dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They dance. Dancing was they good. dance. They dance. Pick up left leg. Put down. Put down <laughs> left leg. There was a shuffleboard change. <laughs> um, all right, I've got a. I've got a random fact. Whoop. Um, dry counties in America—that's counties where the sale of alcohol is banned. Mm. Yeah. Have drunk have a drunk driving fatality rate three point six times higher than wet counties. What? Uh, and people. it makes sense because people have to drive further. Like they have to, they have to leave their oh, county, their dry to county, drink, and then they've got to drive. They drive home drunk from further away. Right, that makes total actually, sense. It actually increases the rate of dr- drunk driving fatalities because you're making people drive further while they're drunk. I mean, you're not making them. People don't have to do it. They're, yeah. they're grown ups. Um, just you but know, don't drink it, clearly and drive instead of walking to the bar that's around the corner. But the obvious, yes, the obvious side effect is because they've got to because they have to go so far for their alcohol, it's killing yep. them. But maybe that's, is that the worst thing? I mean, those water bars, oh man, they're going, they're popping off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I reckon they just you just cross the county line, hundred percent. Yeah, just if you're a wet county, you. if you're a wet county next to a dry county, your border is basically bars. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> you know you're at the border because it's a line of bars. <laughs> Feel the bars. It's, Feel the it's bars. coyote ugly. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> oh, talking about border things, there was um, an art award um, given to an installation. It's in Texas. It's where the wall is in Texas. Yeah. Well, and there are gaps in the wall. And so this guy has installed, this artist installed three fluorescent seesaws. I think they call them teeter totters. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was, yeah, I Through that from the- ages ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I just saw it. And so <laughs> maybe, maybe he, got- he just got the award recently. Oh, okay, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So they either side of the of the countries, like two people from two different countries on the thing at the same time. It's awesome. Such a great idea. Yeah. Who's got yeah. time for seesawing though these days? Ah, uh, but you know, you do it just because of that. I mean, yeah. Say you say you rode that award-winning I'm hoping, seesaw. I'm hoping yeah. we get a circus family who are all standing on each other's shoulders on the seesaw, hey, and there's someone on the other side just bringing like people into the country, <laughs> catapulting people over. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. We need the Zucchini Brothers. <laughs> it's just these dodgy acrobatic guys. It's a piece of art. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we oh, put man, a catapult on idea. one side and a net on the other. It's yeah. art. It's art. <laughs> art. Speaking of art, I went to the Triennial yesterday um, at the Which NGV is the National show Gallery. That happens either three times a year or once every three years. Something like that. Um, either. We know that. It's, it's free, but I did have a meltdown because we turned up to the gallery. We drove into the city because we thought we'd be able to get a park pretty easy, and yeah. I didn't want to go on a train, really. Uh, and it's the first, but it was the first day back for office workers yesterday too, wasn't it? 
I don't know, possibly. Yeah, yeah I mean, Carl, it's getting Carl closer and closer. Know. I don't he's know that stuff. On, he, he, I'm not he's an not office on worker. Real, real world news. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but He's rabbit hole news or nothing. <laughs> we turned up and they were accused to get in the gallery and I'm like, nah, nah, this is bullshit. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> fucking art lovers. And then I'm like, and then Mira's like, well, just check it out. We'll just check it out. And she went and spoke to someone and they were just letting people in in clumps to keep right. numbers, in, you know, so everything was legit and stuff. So we got in there and it was really cool. Like it's all free and there's one big block of it that you can see and then they've put it through in other areas. So you go into 18th century English portraiture and then they've got this really modern art stuck in there as a juxtaposition and stuff. It's yeah, it's until April. I highly recommend it. There is one room that does it's got all these different. I don't know if you guys know the gallery at all. It's like all these big gold frame paintings all over the walls everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. they've got all these like super high-tech projectors that do things. And I don't want to say any more than that, but and this music and stuff. But you could spend like a couple of hours in that room. It was like it was freaking you out. It was freaking. It was amazing. Like it was fucking amazing. Like really sweet because. Because art's like, yeah, because they had a Jeff Koons and it's like a ye olde sort of pre-Raphaelite woman sculpture Venus thing. Oh, I love my art pre-Raphaelite. I love it. <laughs> but he's done it in Post-Raphaelite like, can suck it. I'm all about silver. post. Like he's done it in metal and shiny and silver and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, oh, cool, Jeff Koons. And it's like, yeah, yeah, this is good. And so you walk through stuff and you're like, oh, that's cool. But this room is like, fuck, this is amazing. So this I is the just, future of art. Just go for that room. It's fucking great. I'm so much I'm so much about post-Raphaelite that I bring a meat tray to the art gallery. Oh, nice. Well played. Art. 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 Um, look, I think I might have said this fact before, or at least it rings a bell, but it's always worth repeating uh, just so we know how shit people can be. The Guinness World <laughs> Records uh, stopped awarding records to the fattest animal to avoid forced overfeeding oh, yeah. wow. of people's pets. Yeah. People are like, wow. shit, I can make my cat fatter than that. Yeah. Yeah. If I just keep fucking pumping pig fat down my cat's throat. It's easy. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. People are um, uh, yeah. So yeah, the Guinness World Records, I mean, well done them for realizing yeah. that they were promoting. But how unhealthy. long how long did it take them to realize that? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I reckon it probably took longer than it should have. And they might have been had their hand forced. And, and, and yeah, where do you draw the line? Because yeah. I mean, yeah, animals. But you know, how many ping pong balls can you fit in your rectum? I mean, that's that's gonna yeah, be that's harmful still a record at some point. Um, but, but that's you your know, choice. Yeah, that's your choice. the cat doesn't have a say in it. Yeah, yeah. You know, fat cat, cat just, just gets cat's like no. In, <laughs> I don't want any more pig fat. This like, is too the bad, worst. cat. We're gonna we're gonna break the record. Or die trying. No, I mean specifically in a cat rectum. Like your nine other siblings did. Like, yeah, yeah. Now they had to ban the, the ping pong balls and the cat rectum record. Oh, That's yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah okay. For sure. Cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, that was also a way to make the cat look fatter as well. Yeah. Lumpy, but lumpy, like little bumps <laughs> all over the cat. But yeah. I wonder if they award um like a fattest person, like a largest person award, uh, like record. They probably do because, again, that's your own choice. But I feel like if you were super large and you weren't that far away from the record, you just you'd be thinking, I'm going to go for the record, surely. Yeah. Which because is, they do tallest and things like that. I don't know if they do that because that's... Because, again, that seems like you're promoting something that's relatively dangerous. Yeah, whereas height is just... It's just a genetic... What can you do? just you, born. You can't yeah. do it all. Yeah. Yeah, so records for things that are unhealthy. That's an interesting thing because normally, you th- yeah, you think of records as like something you strive to improve yourself. So it's like Ooh. I'm going to come faster or jump higher or do something better. Yeah. Um, so maybe they don't do records for things that promote things making yourself worse or, or less healthy. Yeah, but, I mean, also where's the line because those ones where you make yourself faster and things like that obviously have dark Again, sides they as also well. have yeah yeah it's not necessarily yeah. just because if you're becoming faster doesn't mean you're becoming healthier mm. like oh i can run like if the record for how long you can run for yeah if you if you're pushing it more and more and more eventually you're taking years off your life because you yeah. just ran for 18 days straight without sleeping yeah, you wreck your heart. That's why I get all these fit runners and things like that who drop dead because their hearts get really messed up from the, the zone that they tend to run their runs in. So really that, fucks them up. So does the Guinness World Records have an ethics committee now? Do they have just, to have an ethics committee? And just, 
A book Are these of the discussions that the Guinness <laughs> records have to have? We can't have ultra marathon records because people are going to be dropping dead. We can't do, we can't have the world's largest person records because people are going to die. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. I don't think I'm reckon- looking it up. I don't think there's Guinness ones, but the internet is full of, of oh, records yeah, like yeah. John Oh, Bauer, Renegade records. Minot. Yeah. John Bell. They're killing Minot, people. It's the Wild West to, out there for records. Wild West. <laughs> to 1983 uh, is the heaviest man who ever lived. Weighing 635 kilograms. Hold my beer. Wow. Wow. Actually, don't hold my beer. I'm going to drink that beer and several other beers. I'm going to be large before you know it. Shit. I'm coming for you, world's largest man. I think the Guinness people probably sit down with good intentions and then they just get hammered on Guinness and just are like, <laughs> whatever. Although this is from January 6, 2018. The world's most obese man is attempting to lose weight. And he held the Guinness Book World Record for declaring him the heaviest. So they, they yeah, must do he, it. He just wanted to get there. And now he's like, I'm he's done. Back. But it's also, I could have the record and die in two years, or I could try and, you know, lose mm. the weight and get try and get healthy. I'd say it's an ethical minefield, Guinness, an ethical minefield. And I'd, mm. I'd like to know more about it. Who's where are the checks and balances? If you're not if you're not having fattest animals anymore. I want to know where the line is. Exactly that. Where is the line? It's just, it's fruit and vegetables now. Largest zucchini. (laughs) Giantest pumpkin. Longest toenail. Yeah. Oh, those toenail ones. Those like fingernail ones. It's just the weirdest. I just Googled. That's a life choice. I Googled Guinness World Records Ethics Committee. And the only thing that's come up is the largest ethics session. <laughs> which, which was for Guinness, as they discussed yeah, yeah. what they should and should not do. It consists um, of 951 uh, participants. There we go. Mr. Rogers sued the KKK for impersonating him. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I looked into it. They um, they circulated a phone number. Then he called the phone number, and it was like a Mister Rogers. It was like a racist Mister Rogers parody. Oh, oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and Mister Rogers said, "Enough's enough. I'm not having it." Good on him. And when Mister Rogers throws the you know his legal weight behind something, mate, you get got. When Mr. he Rogers takes that fuck around, when he takes that cardigan off, it's business time. <laughs> you're he you're takes all it in off. trouble now. He folds it gently. Gently, yeah. <laughs> and then he opens delicate. a can of whoop ass. <laughs> he just flexes and his shirt tears apart. Yeah. His, Jesus. his short stint as a, as a wrestler was impressive, I must say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm on the Guinness Book of Records website. Records. Record time. The and they have, a, they have a purpose, I'm vision. I'm a bad little boy. <laughs> <laughs> they have a purpose, vision, mission, and value statement. Stop impersonating President Coolidge. Sorry. It's inappropriate. <laughs> you need to be under the desk while you're saying this. So their values uh, their values statement is this. Uh, integrity of our records, assessing claims uh, uh, and enthusiasm and free from prejudice or bias. This integrity extends to our people, the way they act and the way we do business and the way we make mm. decisions. Respect. Respect. Uh, for all our record holders and challenges, our brand, our people, our business, our partners, our owners. Uh, inclusiveness. Uh, we just being very offering, vague. That's yeah, they really are. Yeah. They're covering, vague covering everything. We believe in offering like, record breaking for everyone, <laughs> like, everywhere, chill. except for fat cats. And we like records. We like records and being cool. And yeah, there's no just real. respect and, and drink our synergy. The synergy of records and inclusive inclusivity and the people statement. and the records. <laughs> Their vision statement is uh, five words long, and it is to make the amazing official. Oh, there you go. Officially amazing. That's Nothing the show about on... ethics. Nothing about ethics. No, nah, look. But look, obviously, so they've drawn one line. They've drawn they, one line about animals. Stop force feeding your animals. Yeah. That's yep. it. That, that's all we've managed from Guinness so far. Yep. Oh, it's a start. It's a start. Yeah. I mean, we we should we should write them letters, well, get a campaign going. Now that everything's a bit more chill in American politics, <laughs> maybe we've got more time to focus on bringing Guinness records to task. <laughs> to task, <laughs> taking them account, starting a campaign. <laughs> you can link to our GoFundMe in the show notes of this podcast. Make Guinness records ethical. Um. All but right. Who draws that line? That I do. <laughs> 
Stephen King's formula on writing. Uh, this, this will be of interest to you, Jason. You're a oh, yeah. published author. Yes. Uh, but his formula on writing is read and write four to six hours a day. If you cannot uh-huh. find the time for that, you can't expect to become a good writer. He sets out each day with a quota of 2,000 words and will not stop writing until it is met. Now, I think the key to that is it doesn't have to be good. Stephen King no. has proved. Yeah. The problem is people are trying to write good, good stuff every day. I mean, Stephen King could probably, mistake. He could probably afford, look at the size of his books. He could probably afford to write 500 words a day, maybe. <laughs> like, he doesn't care anymore. Stephen King stopped caring years ago. No. Nah. <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote a sequel to It recently, didn't he? Because the yeah. movies came out and stuff. He's like, oh, I'll bring the clown it's like out whatever. again. whatever. Yeah. Really? And it was about an author who couldn't think about what to write. And so he <laughs> wrote a sequel to It. And then. And the clown came from in came. the garage. Oh, and shit. The clown came and said, do you want to see a dead body? And they went on a road trip. And <laughs> <laughs> they went to Wally and they World. got kidnapped by a super fan. <laughs> you know, Stephen King's on autopilot. Yeah. <laughs> but still making shitloads of money. Why not? Why, why, why not? Like, he must have so much money. I've never read oh. a Stephen King novel. Have you guys? Yeah, yeah. I'm a yeah. Stephen King fan and a Ding Ding Koontz fan uh, <laughs> phase. You know, just yeah. They're fine to read. Uh, I, but I yeah. also think I went through it when he was still trying a little bit. It was before he was on full autopilot. Yeah. Right. Because he was still. Because tr- he's got all those famous books, but I couldn't tell you a, a recent book. Yeah, apart, oh, from, no. apart from it too. Maybe. Yeah, like, he's like, the, like he's like the Simpsons. He, yeah, right. He's still going, but you still only remember the golden era. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a Simpsons thing here. What? In my notes. Um, mm-hmm. Here it is. Well, it's kind of about. Actually, I'm just going to read it rather than trying to explain it. Hang on. Please, word for word. Um, it just, I'm reading it uh, word for word. Someone I follow on Twitter, Erica Chappell, recently encapsulated my feelings about The Simpsons in a tweet that a show which was originally about a dysfunctional mess of a family barely clinging to middle class life in the aftermath of the Reagan administration has now become aspirational, is frankly the most on the nose manifestation of capitalist American decline I can think of. I don't know. I just think that was really cool because that's what it is. Like, you like, if you could have one person that worked and live in a double-story house with two cars and all that sort of stuff, you'd be like, we fucking made it. Yeah. But in The Simpsons, they're like, that's struggle town. Like, mm. yeah. And he's like a guy that left high school and got a shitty job as a, you know, tech yeah. mission mm. sort of thing. Like, you know, he just pulls handles and things. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. I went to the movies yesterday and I saw Shadow in the Cloud. Oh, yes. What's that? Film with what's her name, Chloe? Chloe Mortez from Kick Ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. She. It's it's some kind of like monster gremlin, film. gremlin in the plane sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. And it was it was the most fun I've had in a in a cinema ages. Had the best time. Really. Loved it. Yeah. It was just like, and it's pretty short. I feel like the film's pretty short. Like I feel like it was. At the moment, I feel like a lot of stuff's coming to the cinemas that was just meant to be a Netflix movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I don't think they're making much. They're not churning out movies like they used to. So stuff that was just going to be straight to streaming is just getting cinema releases because like, oh, shit, we need stuff in the cinemas. So I feel like I only went for like an hour and 20 minutes or something like that. But it was just like, oh, cool. yeah, it was just like so, so fantastical. But, yeah, you know, unashamedly fantastical. But just, oh, I was, I was riveted. I have a recommendation. Excited. Oh, it was exciting. I have a That's recommendation cool. on the same lines. Uh, it's a Robert Rodriguez movie called Alita Battle Angel. Oh yeah, is that on a streaming service? Because I've uh, seen that. I don't think uh, I don't think it's on a streaming service yet. I think I saw it on someone's uh, dodgy download plexi. Ah, uh, okay. Thing. But cool. uh, I saw it at the movies. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's really good. I watched um, Soul with the family right. yesterday last night. It's fucking great. Yeah, yeah it's good. It's How'd so you like it. It oh, is great. It. I loved it. Like, it's so good. Go some, Tina yeah. Faye's in it. She's fucking great. Yeah. Um, it, and then at the end it says additional dialogue, Tina Fey, and I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, it's got, like, that <laughs> Tina Fey-isms all through it. Like She's just riffing. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, well, it says this, but I reckon it could be funny if I say this. And they're like, uh, yeah, that is funnier. <laughs> but it's just a really nice movie. But the guy who did that did um, all the good up, stuff. He did Up and Inside Out. Yeah. Those, and, and they're just. And Onward. No, he didn't do Onward. Oh. Well, I'll take no. Back then. Yeah. My bad. Well, just 
Um, but they're they're all in that ballpark of that sort of yeah. gut punch, sort of like oh, sad, kind of happy. Sad you know, he's nailing death, it. Basically, death and yeah. You feel like if he comes up with another one, it's going to be good. You're like, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's he's what he's doing. doing. He's the best yeah. of the Pixar people at the moment, I think. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, the 90s child actor. JTT. Also known simply as JTT. Was he on Home Improvement? Is that that guy? I think so, yeah. Yep. Who looked exactly right. like young... Um, Ricky Schroeder. No. <laughs> the, the, the main guy in Home Improvements, Tim Allen. Oh, really? Oh, really? I reckon he looked exactly like he could be Tim Allen's son, JTT. Oh, really? I never thought that. Of that. Perfect casting. One of those perfect casting moments. He looked like um, a young John Denver to me. Well, there you go. Maybe <laughs> oh, John Denver could be on the show as a, as a granddad. Oh, yeah. It's a uh, JTT walked away from fame at the height of his career to study philosophy at Harvard. Oh. And he was never seen of again, <laughs> you know, in the public eye. But maybe, yeah. he's, maybe he's nailing it. I imagine yeah. he is. JTT. An Oscar-winning philosopher. Like he's the equivalent of an Oscar, you know. He's just the dude. Maybe he changed the his dude. name to Alain de Botton. <laughs> ADB from, from JTT to ADB um, and I can only imagine the fact that he hasn't turned up again in the public eye on Dancing with the Stars and shit like that means that he's managed his money well that he yeah. made some sweet bank as a child actor and, yeah. didn't, and didn't blow it all and hasn't had to hasn't had to try to monetize his um, past celebrity to because he was make, big make he was he was big and then going on into out of that into doing little movies here. I think he was in like a Tom Sawyer movie, you know. But maybe it just wasn't panning out as well and he's like, oh, I can see where this is going or I don't know. Maybe None he just those... loved philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. I he, he could always go back to pre-Raphaelite well. philosophy as well, which is, oh, did he? as we oh, all know, nice. some of the best philosophy. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> there was a church of euthanasia whose motto was, save the planet, kill yourself. I did. Sweet motto. I can't remember if I, I told you or not, but that, you know how we're talking about the Sikh temple in, in Caseborough oh, yeah. uh, a little while ago? It was one yeah. of the, no. great atmosphere. It was great one of the hotspots. It was one That's of the right. hotspots for the coronavirus breakout in in Melbourne. I, I, think, food. I feel like we're gonna take partial responsibility for that. We were, I think so. I think we, we bought an in influence from people. <laughs> oh, HBT. Yeah, it was what a, have we done? on the list. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Well, we apologise. It's all, it's all clear business. now, guys. I've checked. It's all clear. Go yeah. for it. Go back, Head back get, there. Get get some get some love. Get some free food. That's and because great. the free food's there, you can take your mask off. That's that doesn't help oh. the situation. Because everyone's eating. Maybe they maybe they want you to get corona. <laughs> maybe they normally charge, and they're like, let's just make it free. Cameraman Frankie Biando has been filming Sesame Street since the first season and still oh. operates Camera One on today's set. That's that is not awesome. a surprise. If anyone yeah. has ever worked in the television industry, it is the yeah. same camera crew yes. every <laughs> single, on almost every show. Um, yeah. But, yeah, if you work on a show, you could come back 10 years later and you'd be like, oh, same camera guys. Yeah. They do not lose their jobs. Get a job. No. Yeah. It's they just every, stand up, stand yeah. behind the thing. Sit the camera the union is immovable. But every little thing that I've done, like in the past, like little short films or corporate, you know, like training videos, everything, um, even on the ad, even on like the one group of ads that I did, they're all old. All this, there's no one young doing sound and things like that. They're all like a bunch of old dudes. They're all, all of a certain other. age. Yeah, they all got into yeah, yeah. the industry in the seventies when there was, you know, funding and yeah, 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 the golden and era. Just, and they're just like, I just imagine some young guy turning up and them just. You know, yeah. can I get a job? Uh, yeah, I don't think yeah. so, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> setting them on fire in the toilets. Yeah, just that whole bunch of old dudes just coming into the toilets and having a. We need to have a talk. Like, yeah, you want the camera one seat? <laughs> no, mate. Yeah, I don't reckon. Ca- I don't reckon camera one on the Sesame Street sets even turned on anymore. Frankie's Frankie's work <laughs> work ethic has gone way down. He's just filming the floor. <laughs> They're like, just leave Frankie alone. Well, He's I've, been here since the beginning. They must have Frankie's just like it, have it locked off and so the puppeteers <laughs> just kind of move into the frame. <laughs> it's, it's the one on the bench of uh, Al's supermarket. Was that so Al? they have the – Al. That changed a few times as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the name changed though. 
I can't remember. This is back when Alexander watched it, so that's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But I reckon the I reckon the actors and the puppeteers have the head mics. So instead of the cameraman going, you know, camera one now, yeah. you know, close up, they're just saying move, move, move closer left. to the camera, step in. <laughs> <laughs> get Alma closer, come in left of camera one. Oh, Frankie. Uh, now look, final final Alan. round fact for the day. Alan. Al- Alan. Oh, yeah. Alan. Yeah. Alan. 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 What's that from? Alan. That's, Alan. That's, that's from that, nature. Uh, nature. Oh, yeah, thing. that's right. Yeah. And then they say his name's someone else. It used to be Mr. Hooper's store. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mr. Oh, Hooper. Okay. That was yeah, yeah. That was and our then, time. And then, uh, and then Alan took it over. Alan was the Asian guy, yeah. Asian American, yeah. Alan. And then, and then it became the other guys. Now it's sort of transitioning to the. Oh, I don't know what his name is. He's he was the black dude, kind of oh. husky. Um, I think he was sort of starting to take on the shop a bit. Oh. And he was funny. Oh, he was a cool. He I was around. Any of my kids watch Sesame Street? I don't think really. Yeah, oh, we loved it. They used to have such yeah. good musical people on there. Like it was just like, oh shit. Yeah, I mean, we definitely that, play schooled. We play schooled like no one's oh, business. We, but we did. Everyone play schooled. Yeah, but we didn't. Uh, I don't think we ever Sesame Streeted. I don't know. Mm. It's Maybe because it's American. Yeah, that'd be it. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck that shit. Our kids aren't learning to say Z, you know what I'm saying? ABC. Yeah, nah, fuck Z. Alexander still says Z. So yeah, you, you know why Sesame Street? Yeah. Fucking Sesame Street. Yeah, so I think we did the right thing. In hindsight. Alan's run the shit. store from 1998 <laughs> to the present. Oh. But he did have cool. a helper named Miles in 2006. And oh, Miles is taking. Chris um, in 2007 to present. Chris. Well, Chris. Chris is the dude. Yeah. And you reckon Chris is about to take over? You reckon Alan's got to well, watch himself? I just, I think. Alan's just... the camera one of, of stores. <laughs> I think they're passing the baton over like a 20 year period. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. So people won't get shocked one day when they go into the shop and there's a new dude there. Yeah. And little Chris is running it. Little Chris. <laughs> little Chris. Yeah, little, hey, little Chris. <laughs> little Wayne's at the gun shop next door. <laughs> uh, chess Grandmaster Bobby Fisher. Yes. Uh, ignored a US order warning him that a rematch in Eastern Europe would violate US sanctions. He played the match and then spent the next 16 years as a fugitive outside the US until his death. Is that why they were searching really? for Bobby Fisher? Uh, I don't know. Not in the, not in the movie. Um, no, I but, think that's they're searching for the next Bobby Fisher. I think that was. Right. But, Didn't Bobby Fisher? Wasn't he just a little bit crazy as well? Like just. Well, I've got to say, most chess grandmasters are a little bit on the spectrum. They're not. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Right. And I think Bobby Fisher was just yeah, well, well in that zone. Um, but just he'd fuck with people, or he wouldn't do things. He didn't like the board or the lighting and things. Like yeah, he got really, you know. And I don't know if he was um, mind games as well to. But then, uh, yeah, they said, don't go to Eastern Europe, Bobby. And he went, I'm going to Eastern Europe. And he said, well, don't come back. He said, I won't. I'd rather wow. die. I'd rather die 16 years later than come back to this bullshit. <laughs> wow. And then, he's, and, and then when he left, he said, checkmate. And they went, <laughs> That's no where you'll can find hear. me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'm going to be a checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you go. That's, he was, wow. uh, hopefully he won the game. I didn't know that. Yeah, lots to give up. But I guess, you know, if watching the Queen's Gambit has taught me anything, the best players are in Russia. So I guess, yeah. you know, you want to, if you're the best, you want to play against the best. Yeah. 100%. Unless you're a boxer uh, and then you just want or, to box noobs all the time. <laughs> I think uh, what the Queen's Gambit didn't get into is if you're the best now, you you've, you just want to play computers um, and beat the yeah, computers. That's true. You don't want to play computers because the they're going to kick your ass. Yeah. Oh, Until yeah. that one time, like, you might play a million games and you win one and it's just like the greatest moment of your life. You're like, oh, that's when you get to, Now I get to unplug Big Blue. Or <laughs> deep, deep Blue. Deep Blue. Do either of you play chess like on an app or anything like that? I've no, got an I've app. never liked computer chess. Like, and uh, I, I like playing in real life chess, but I'm old school. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty rough like. But would you play it? Um, <laughs> would you play it? Against another person on an app through an app, rather than against the. Yeah. I've I've tried it a few times. I don't. Yeah, I don't really yeah. enjoy it as much. I don't know. It's a, it's a tactile thing for me. Chess. Yeah. It's part. It's part tactile enjoyment. 
but it's also the brain games. I remember playing one game of chess against you and you were like, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm going to smash you. Like just yeah. constantly at me. You got to make that move. Yeah. yeah. Constantly slamming his feet on the ground, his hand on the table. It's mate in five. Like just all <laughs> it's the time. mate in five. Well, I play, sometimes I play against an app like I go through phases and I feel like I, I, I take ages to make my move and I make my move and then the app just goes blip. <laughs> like in in a fraction of a second, I'm like, "Fuck you!" you should be like, at least pretend. At least pretend you're mm, thinking about mm. it. Like, at least pretend you're not seven moves ahead of me already. Come on, yeah. you haven't <laughs> absolutely crunched the algorithms yeah. and are making the optimum move at every single moment. I know. It's just like, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's like looking into an abyss. You're like, uh, move, beep, straight. It's like, oh fuck <laughs> you! Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm gonna I've make an one. app that makes it that makes uh, the wrong move every once in a while. And, uh, and it, it, like, you can just feel like the, the app vibrates, the phone vibrates. Yeah. You can feel it nervously sweating. And, uh, and then every once in a while, a, a box comes up and says, wait, can I take that back? <laughs> but you, could, back. you should also be able to pick against personalities as well. Like I want to play a nervous type of player. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. like, you know, not sure. It takes the time, you know, then like super confident and, an impulsive player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One that doesn't play openings and things. They just free. They just go the freestyle. I picked like the Bobby the- Fisher player, and then I came back to the game. It was gone. <laughs> <laughs> just a note on the table. <laughs> just a yeah. note. <laughs> See you later. Like, you spend the whole time searching. That's searching the last, for Bobby Fisher. last time I played chess. <laughs> well, that is good times. That is good times. Good times. Mm. Well, my network hung together. Uh, once I switched it up, which is nice. Can I ask you a question? Because last time you swapped networks, did you swap to the same network network e- both times? God, that was much harder than uh, that. Yes. I, I, yeah. Are you starting just... on a shit network and then going to a good network? And if so, why aren't we starting on the good network? I think yeah. that's all I'm doing is switching, all I'm switching is bandwidth. So I'm on the same network but going from either 5 to 2.4 or 2.4 to 5. Yeah, but did you start last week on the same one you started on this week? Yes. 2.4 is not as fast, but it's a stronger signal. Yeah. And five, the 5 gigahertz one is uh, faster, but if you're further away from the source, it's yeah. not as good. So uh, I'm... I don't know uh, what you're on. Uh, right now I'm on three bars on the 5 gigahertz, and normally okay. I'm on the 2.4 at um, at four bars, and it's fine. So who, okay, who knows? Cool. Who knows? It but could have it, it just been well. something else in the house deciding to download in the background. Who knows? That's true. But yeah. next time, as soon as the first hint of hint of lag, uh, <laughs> hint of frozen screen, you switch that network. All right? it. It, was, it was hilarious because at one point you just freeze and then you come back and you're holding a coffee. <laughs> like, That's my superpower, Carl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you can tell. I just pause everything to go get a coffee. <laughs> it's the only thing I can do. It's, That's your flow state. You want a coffee? Caffeinated. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the cabinet. Yeah, that was literally where it was. It was like, no coffee, coffee. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so I, got- I, I, got, I got a thing. You know what three words? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know the thing where you can- Yeah, you know, it tells you where you are. Geolocation stuff. Um, I read I read an article about it. I read how it's like saving lives and things like that. And some mm-hmm. crazy stories where people would have died if it levels. had not been for that. Well, one of them was about um, this person- like um, negotiators talking jumpers down and things like that. Right. And so rather than them going, they're at this building, it's like they're at this location. So On the building, this, right, yeah. So this dude turned up because they don't, you know, could turn up to the corner of the building that this person was threatening to jump from. Mm-hmm. So they get there in extra time. They get there quicker, which means, you know, there's less chance of that sort of happening and things. So, yeah. But just crazy stories where it's just save people's lives, where they've, they've just got on the phone as their phone's dying, literally dying going, you know, Hat, dog, you know, fish or something, and nice as their phone dies and they've been saved like you know thirty minutes later and stuff. But there's fifty-seven trillion squares that they've mapped. Wow, like that's, that's crazy. crazy. So find yourself in be... one unmapped. Oof. I know. Imagine that. But then they yeah. know where you were because you were in the unmapped one. <laughs> the unmapped one. Blank, blank, blank. Who's in there? And that's where the. I don't know, the treasuries or something. Did I see that they're bringing blankety blanks back in the UK? Why would? It yeah. would make sense. That show has for everyone. 
particularly in the UK where you've got all those those panel uh, shows, yeah. Well, because they and those shows they have such funny people on them. Like they're, yeah. I don't see that working in Australia in the way that they work in England. Like they're just like, would I lie to you and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I'd I'd watch that. That'd be fucking great. Yeah, I'd go get back. More work it. for the same. Eight male comedians, yeah. two female comedians, yeah. and the semi-regular guests. Yeah. Um, I watched WandaVision. Has, have people caught up with WandaVision? I've seen yeah. the first episode. Yeah, the first two uh, episodes are up. I think the next one comes out tomorrow. Highly recommend I, it. As someone yeah. who grew up watching Bewitched, like after school all the time, and 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 like feeling like I have a uh, a a good solid knowledge of of that TV show and the world it's set in, the the WandaVision uh, world in which it's set in is obviously based on Bewitched, and it is just pitch perfect. Like, it's, oh, cool, cool. It's so great. It's uh, I, I highly recommend it. And you know, and they're they're working their kind of Marvely stuff in as well. But right. so far, they're leaning quite heavily into those kind of fifties uh, yeah. storylines and sitcom stuff, and it's just a delight. I'm really enjoying it. But you have to watch. Someone was saying, maybe it was you, Jason, on the weekend, um, that you have to watch the movies. It helps if you watch the movies to understand where they're at. Yeah, the, yeah, it, it, the context because you know the, right. the, they they're in the movies together, and then stuff happens yeah, yeah, to yeah. them. And yeah, yeah. Obviously, this is where they've ended up, and and you know, all okay. is not right. But um, yeah. but it's uh, yeah, it's it's if anyone's up to date on Marvel stuff and you haven't already watched it, highly recommend it. It's a joy. Yeah. Does yeah, it have a stuff. Pleasantville vibe at all? A little, a little. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, I was just wondering where because I was like, because it's yeah, I know about her powers in the yeah. comics, and you don't see that in the movies, but she can alter reality and stuff, basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, is she? Uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't want to know anything else about it. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Cool. Highly I watched Baby Driver, which I'd never seen. Yeah, ah, that so was good. the one where I where I like I loved I loved it until the last quarter, and it sort of lost its way for me a little bit. It's um, a weird, but one. it starts so good. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, it starts. I mean, it's. Maybe almost like a one-man musical where he's got his things and he's, he's dancing a bit, and, he's, and it's like he's in a musical sort of thing. But yeah, yeah. that gets lost, and I don't know if that's part of the thing as things get real and more dangerous and stuff that that become the reality becomes more clear or something. But yeah, kind of. I like the the gunshots and things were in time with the music, like it was so yeah. stylish and stuff. Yeah, 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 it was great. It was really Jamie Fox is good. I like Jamie Fox. I'm I'm sure. I don't want to know too much about him because I don't want to then have to hate him for some reason. But <laughs> yeah, um, he's fucking great in that movie. Like yep. he's scary, and then he's in Soul, you know, which I watched yep. last night. And it's like, have you good. seen Django Unchained? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucking great. But he's, that. I've seen him like on little YouTube clips and stuff, doing like musical impersonations, like on yeah. Fallon and stuff like that. He's he's like an old school entertainer. Like mm. he can do impersonations, he can sing, like really sing and dance mm. and good actor and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's cool. Carl Rates, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Renaissance man. Renaissance man? He's yeah. a pre-Raphaelite man, I think. Pre-Raphaelite man. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm on board. I'm on board. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just realized there was one random fact that I wanted to. It's about the oldest company. Oh, it's one of the oldest. Let's say it's the oldest company in the world. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. Um, started in 1623 in Constantinople. What do you think they make this old, oldest company in the world? Constantinople. Okay. From 1623 so to the present day. Turkey. I think they make rugs or dates. Yeah, I was going to say dates as well. Uh, it's a musical instrument. Oh. Ah. Not a gourd. No. No, that's mm-hmm. a thing. That's not a thing. That's a vegetable. It's not a. It's not a culturally specific instrument. Oh, okay. oh isn't it? No. A guitar Tri- triangle. Oh, Jason, you, 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 symbols. Symbols is correct. What? Holy crap! The, we got there quick, Jason. The Zil the Zildjian cymbal oh. company is one really? of the oldest companies in the world. Started in 1623 in Constantinople, making symbol. They started making symbols for frightening the enemies of the Ottoman Empire. Ah, oh, yeah. Nothing scares an army more than the what? crashing sound <laughs> of a symbol. I'll tell you what. Yeah, uh, if you snuck up on anyone with mm. a symbol and banged it, you scare the shit out of them. That's what they need need. in, like, American capitals at the moment. More symbols. (laughs) More symbols. That's, um, they're famous. Like, I didn't realise because they're massive Zildjian. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Big drummers, like all the famous drummers and stuff. You see them everywhere. That's amazing and an awesome fact. 
Um, and so I think if we're, if we're looking for things to protect our homes as well, we should get symbols. Yeah. Um, we should have a wow. First Amendment right to carry symbols or whatever the <laughs> second, <laughs> second Amendment, Second Amendment. <laughs> and you got little I'm going to open carry. I'm going to open carry my symbols. <laughs> little travel ones a bit in your backpack that is. That's what away with these little symbols. That's what Captain America's <laughs> shield is. It's been gone. Oh, it's just a zildjian <laughs> with yeah. paint, paint on it. It's just an adamantium or vibranium. That's no, vibranium. Vibranium symbol. Yeah, yeah. There you go, oh, nerds. Wow. Oh, great fact. Great fact to end the podcast with. Thanks for tuning mm. in this week. We'll be back again next week and uh, maybe we'll have a guest. Who knows? We should probably get Ooh, buckets on. It, it's a prime number. 317 is a prime number. All right. I'm going to reach out. Uh, hopefully, uh, uh, the. I mean, we're already having internet trouble. So what's another person going to do? Oh. Come on. Well, you just need to switch. Since you switched, it's, it's been great. Switch. Just yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Well, uh, thanks very much for joining us. This, this. We'll talk to you again next week. Okay. Bye. See yous. Bang my symbol, holy doolies. <laughs> <laughs>